Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hello and God's blessings to you. This is Aaron Jonas talking to you. My wife, Rebecca, our son Dominic and myself have spent five years in a place that we refer to as Uland and uh, the next five years in a neighboring country called Hisland. I want to share with you a story of um, a you people who, who became especially close to us uh, in the recent time. Thank you for joining us. In this episode, Aaron Jonas will tell us a story about a young Muslim woman named Yasmina. Thanks to Aaron and Rebecca reaching out to Yasmina, she got the opportunity to learn about Jesus Christ. But her family did not accept this and casted her out because of it. But that did not stop her from reaching out to them and her community. Her son Ulan did accept her faith and attended church with her. But unfortunately, he was not fully convinced about the Christian faith. Aaron will tell us about Ulan and his mother's unconditional love. Here is his story. She had her doubts about the Christian mentor's approach, but she wanted to follow Jesus and what she was taught was all she knew about this new path of life. As years went by, Yasmina matured and began to question some of the things she had been taught. This self-imposed ostracization from her culture and community was at least one of the factors that contributed to Yasmina's son Ulan slipping away and eventually leaving his mother's church altogether. Ulan thought he was headed for a better life, but he made some pretty poor choices. Following his father's example, his own marriage ended up in a disaster before it could take any roots. Ulan returned to his mother's home, and he fully depends on her care, but does not give much back. He's a handy man, but he doesn't manage to last in a job for very long, and Believe me, jobs are very hard to find in Yulan. Yulan's troubles have names, such as alcohol, drugs, depression, bad friends, and the occult. When his best friend died in an accident, Yulan took off his own watch at the funeral and he dropped it into his friend's grave. He has been haunted by nightmares and strange events ever since. Yasmina has been pleading with God for the soul of her son. She shelters him, she feeds him, looks for job opportunities for him, she begs him to change, but all that to no avail. Yasmina's church got tired of her requests for prayers and help for Ulan. She 
who did so much for her church community, for her son and for her patients, found herself increasingly alone to deal with all her burdens. She's not bitter. Her faith only grew stronger in all her trials. But Yasmina felt the distance from her family and her native U community and she was increasingly unhappy about it. And this is where our paths crossed. It happened at an interdenominational disciple training event. When Yasmina saw Adventist books written and designed purposefully for Muslims, a new world opened up in front of her. This was a new avenue for her long-felt urge to return to her own people and be a witness for Jesus among them. Yasmina bought our books designed for Muslims and she read them with excitement. Then she bought more to give away to her community. One Sabbath, not long after, I invited Yasmina to hear my sermon on a topic I knew she would be interested in. From that day on, she has started attending our church regularly. By this time, Yasmina has also sought her relatives. She went as far as apologizing for some of her choices that she made as a Christian, and she was warmly accepted by most of her family. Ever since, she has been gently but courageously sowing seeds of faith and truth to anyone who was ready to listen. This testimony reminds me of the parable in the Bible of the sower in Matthew 13, verse 3 to 9. And Jesus spoke to his disciples and said, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seeds, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on the rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns which grew up and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Yasmina started sowing the seeds in her community of the truth about Jesus and how much he loves them. She gave out Bible studies to everyone she met, especially her family. Many of them were convicted because of her efforts. She was determined to share God's truth. Let's continue to listen what happened to Yasmina and her son, Ulan. Yasmina's Muslim family surprised both her and us by the way they accepted their ostracized auntie back into their circle. The one who remains most troublesome is her son, Ulan. One night, I got a phone call from Yasmina. She was crying and begging me to come to her home. She told me to connect with two of her nieces, uh, the ones who have shown the most openness towards the gospel. We all met up together 
and went to Yasmina's place. I was not prepared for what I discovered at the door. Ulan left the moment we arrived, unwilling to say a single word, and we could see why. His mother was standing behind him in tears. Her legs had marks on them and they were badly swollen. Her face was blue and brown, as was also her neck. Through her tears, Yasmina told us how her son got angry with her, beat her up and very nearly suffocated her to death. Turning against one's parents is very bad in any culture, anywhere in the world. But in Central Asia, this is something beyond imagination and beyond forgiveness. The four of us spent the next three hours earnestly praying, Christians and Muslims, in one spirit. We tried to express our love and care to Yasmina as best as we could. And eventually we gave up trying to convince her that she should look after her own needs and her own basic safety and let Ulan take care of himself somewhere else. It was a very traumatic night and the following days were only slightly better. Ulan apologized, asking his mom in tears to forgive him for what he had done to her. He agreed to meet with me, but then he kept finding excuses every time I offered to meet him. He saw an Adventist psychologist, but never took her advice to heart, and he never went back to see her again. He promised to stay away from his bad friends, but instead he started orgies involving drugs and alcohol with his cousins on his father's side. At the same time, Ulan's mother kept finding excuses for taking days of work in order not to bring shame upon her son by letting her co-workers see what he had done to her. She still shelters and feeds Ulan and bears with him, praying and begging him to change. On the bright side, this trauma meant that the relationship between Yasmina, my wife Rebecca and myself grew to a deeper level. And so did our connection with the nieces who prayed with us on that fateful night, and with their immediate families as well. Yasmina has been introducing us to one of her Muslim you family members after another, even before but especially after this dark night. Up to that point, we struggled to enter into their close-knit, cautious community, this uh, community of the you of Hislan. But Yasmina is a godsend. Her relatives quickly became some of our closest friends and several have followed in Yasmina's footsteps into our church activities and even joining our Sabbath worship. Our relationships with the you from Yasmina's circle are growing both deeper and wider. This is what we have been l hoping, praying and working for, for a long time. Yasmina was a devoted mother that loved her son unconditionally. 
even though he treated her so badly. Just like how Jesus loves us unconditionally, even though we reject him and make one bad decision after another that ends up hurting others and ourselves. But Jesus is always ready to forgive us, no matter how far we think we strayed. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. And remember, nothing we do can make God love us less. Oh, Himalayas, white with snowfall, sparkling like the stars above. God will never turn a deaf ear to His crying children. He promised to save us from our sins and give us a better life. A life in Christ Jesus our Savior. Yasmina's story is a true testimony of a miracle God performed in her life. Erin had the privilege to witness how God has transformed her life and her family's lives. God can use you too. Just make yourselves available by answering the call to serve. So testify, towering mountains, let your mighty arms point up. All you have to do is contact us by visiting our website at afmonline.org to find out how you can reach the unreached and witness the many miracles God can perform in the lives of the people and in yours. i